Hello, I'm Maureen McDowell, a poet, writer, and speaker. On this podcast, I explore what it means to live my idea of a right life. Please remember that there is not one right way to live, so whatever I speak about, take what serves you and leave the rest. I'm still exploring, growing, and evolving. Maybe some of the lessons I have learned can help you live a life of joy, adventure, ease, and creativity too, as they have for me. Okay, let's explore together. Hello, thank you so much for tuning in to the latest episode of The Right Life. I am going to be opening with a poem that was featured in my first book of poetry, Exploring Exploring My Options, which came out in 2006. And it's called The Huntress. I tiptoe through the tall jungle grass, slowly crouching down silently so I can observe. I see her. She looks like she normally does, her eyes ablaze with a fiery passion I don't recognize in my own. Her clothes are worn and tattered after many adventures in the jungle. I look at her, dirt under her fingernails, her bracelets tarnished and bent, her copper hair is knotted and matted, A wide smile stretches across her face. The balmy sea air surrounds us. I look at her, feeling behind me stacked high, bills, house cleaning and work. Pounds of regret are wound tight in my chest. I look at her standing there in the glowing afternoon sun, contentment on her face. I am the huntress and she is the hunted. I long to be like her a wild creature, impossible to tame. This poem was inspired by the name of my father's sailing boat, which he had a while ago. He has since given it away, but it was called the Huntress. And I've always explored the wild edges of what it means to be not only myself, but what it means to be alive. And I'm going through a period right now where I really need to express my wild side more than ever. And to be clear, when I say expressing my wild side, I do mean that in a healthy way. I think we can definitely explore our wild sides in unhealthy ways, but I am a person that's always trying to stay on the side of health. And so the idea of going down the rabbit hole of my wild side is appealing to me in many ways. Uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine and he says he's going to have art girl summer and I'm going to have wild girl summer, I decided. And maybe it's just because it's the time of year when school's getting out. I have a teenager who's a junior in high school. Maybe it's because my teenager is going into his senior year of high school, so that kind of energy of graduating soon and the transition of the new, not only for him, but for myself, it's the the wild fires are burning inside me. Um, I recently went kayaking after about a year of being off the water due to various reasons. Um, in Florida, we've had weird weather. Um, it's either been too windy or too hot on the days that I wanted to go kayaking and the nice days I had events booked up. So I finally got on the water this past weekend and I can't even tell you how much better I felt 
after spending the entire day um, in Fort DeSoto, which is not far from where I live in St. Petersburg. And just to be free and to be unplugged and to be kind of off the radar. And there's large uh, body period, like places around Fort DeSoto where you can go into the no wake zones in your kayak that are not accessible by um, motorized boats that you can really just kind of get in nature and unplug. And it's such a gift that Florida offers us. There's a lots of wild places like that. Unfortunately, they're shrinking more and more, but there's still places that you can go and discover. And nature is one of the best ways that I've found to unplug and get into my wild side. But it's mostly because I've just been so in my masculine energy the last, I'd say, 15 years of recovering from a marriage and being a single parent and running a nonprofit on my own and pretty much having no safety net and not being able to just kind of relax and daydream a lot. I do find pockets of that, but the general narrative has been like action, action, forward moving, like make things happen for yourself. There's no one that's gonna come and save you or help you. Um, and, and I'm really feeling tired in my bones. So though I do not want my child to leave the home necessarily, I am, excited to kind of just be able to be responsible for only myself for um it's been almost 18 years so he's about to celebrate his 17th birthday this weekend so that's a long period of time that you're responsible for another person and constantly thinking is there enough food in the fridge um you know is the space clean enough uh, am i doing a good job it's like you're always navigating am i fucking him up <laughs> Luckily, he still likes me and we have a great relationship, so um, I've done some things right. So I would give myself credit to say I've done more than just some things right. He's a wonderful human, and so that makes me feel really grateful. But back to like getting to like wanting to get back in these wild spaces internally, I'm just feeling kind of ready for a change. I'm, I'm, I'm really moving into some unknown spaces and territories personally, uh, a lot around my career, a lot, of, a lot around what I want for myself once my kid graduates, how do I want my life to look. So it, it does feel like, like I'm moving into the unknown, which does feel like wild spaces because some of the things that I'm wanting for myself definitely aren't necessarily falling into the category of being um, extremely measured and falling into a space where I have a guaranteed income um, or doing things the way that I've always done them. I'm feeling that kind of stirring of needing the new. And it's not going away, number one. And number two, I don't want it to go away because there can be periods of time where you feel the new wanting to be in your life and you kind of push it away or you can kind of ignore it or um, pretend it's not there and maybe put something on the back burner for a while. But that's not the case for what's going on with me right now. Like every part of my body is like 
on high alert and like, okay, it's time for a new adventure. It's time for um, to go into new territory. So the wild woman in me um, has really started to howl. I don't know how else to say it. And I don't want to ignore her because I am seeing how long she has been neglected. Um, she's had moments, she's had pockets where she's come out. I've let her come out and play, but I want to embody her more. I want to integrate her more into my life. And I'm not sure how to do that yet. And possibly I'll be exploring that on this podcast, but um, all of the like cards that I have that I draw regularly, I have these archetype cards that I um, pull from every day and the siren came up. So it's like time to go into the underwater depths and kind of explore the unknown. And that's how it always feels when you start a new chapter in your life. You don't know what's coming. And I was thinking about it today that I am in a completely different space than I possibly could have imagined a year ago at this time. Like new people have come into my life that I hadn't even met yet at this time last year I have I'm about to go on a trip to Europe so next podcast I will um, be talking about about to take off to go to Europe for two weeks I never would have imagined that a year ago Um, I will be doing a podcast from Europe Um, I never really imagined that I would be so dissatisfied in a lot of different ways in my career that I'm wanting some new things and new changes. Um, Also, you know, at that time my kid was a sophomore and graduating was on the horizon, but it wasn't like so present on the horizon. And my living situation is going to be changing soon. And so like when I was thinking about it this morning of like all this unknown ahead of me, I remembered about where I was this time last year and all of these things that I just spoke about were not in my life last year and I hadn't even like imagined that they could be in my life. That's how different of a space I was in. So that kind of was some solace to think, well, what's coming in the next year could be things that I don't even know yet. You know, like new people could be coming in, new opportunities, new circumstances that take me further down this path and this journey to wanting to be more in my wild self and my wild nature. Um, Part of that is um, spending more time in kind of uh, working from my home and creating narratives, even doing this podcast where I'm still reaching out to people and connecting with people, but I'm doing it right now. I'm in my kimono, as I call my robe. You know, I'm in the comfort of my bedroom right now recording this. And that helps me to still be on and engaging, but also like really in my comfort wild space, if you will. So, and I also have noticed like my space is a little bit messier than it ever has been. And I realized this morning, like, and I'm not like, called to clean it up and I'm like what is going on with me am I depressed like why is my space cluttered like it's there's books everywhere and there's papers and that's kind of always my mo but it's it's more extreme than it ever has been and I was thinking well I'm going through a lot of changes this is just my way of like creating a nest around myself to take care of myself 
And to be clear, I'm not a hoarder. It's not like that. It's just I am always busy doing things. So I'll just like set something down and forget about it. And then it set another thing down on top of it and forget about it. So like the books start to stack up and the papers start to stack up. So I feel for my child because he's very tidy and organized and probably can't wait for his mother to move out so he can organize and clean every single bit of this house top to bottom but I um <laughs> I was thinking about it and I was like this as a child too like my room was messy and I used to really beat myself up about it like what is the deal here like my parents are both very clean people and when I mean clean I mean like very tidy they still have a lot of stuff in their house but everything's very organized and tidy and I'm also very organized, even though if you walked into my space, you'd be like, okay, what is this? But it's like if you see like the desk of like a mad scientist, that's kind of what I'm talking about. But I know where everything is in that disorganization. Creative chaos is what I call it. I'm a creative spreader. That's what I like to say. And you could call that rationalizing it, but who cares, right? If it works for you. And, um, but I realized today, like, why it's so kind of extreme right now is because I've been really, really busy and and kind of transitioning into new spaces. But it's also my way of being wild because I'm adulting so much right now. It's a really busy time for my organization. Um, I'm juggling multiple hats right now, even more so, like because I'm allowing more space for my creativity doing this podcast. I'm doing another podcast for my organization called typewriter talks and I'm writing a column and then I have a kid and then I'm running the regular organization and I have my own writer and I have a boyfriend and I have good friends and I have to go kayaking and I swim and I dance and I do yoga you get the feeling you get the gist of what I'm talking about but I'm doing all of these things out in the world so much that the creative chaos around me is like my way of like tapping into my wild side. So I was like, oh my God, that's so fascinating because it kind of needs to go somewhere. It needs to channel somewhere. Then um, I also realized re recently that I've kind of been in a toxic relationship with money and I've, I've had like um, certain situations where I was promised money through my organization and they didn't come through like for, we're talking like eight, nine months that they didn't come through. And then just things drying up in other areas. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, it's never been this hard. It's never been this difficult. And then I realized like, um, I have always been in kind of dysfunctional romantic relationships. Um, they're all lovely people that I have been involved with, but for whatever reason of my stage of development, they haven't been like, you know, what I've need what I needed and what they were what I needed at the time, but they they didn't encompass like the full um vision of the ideal mate for me. And I am now in one of those relationships that is the full vi vision of an the ideal mate for me. And so I have been so used to kind of being in like a cost, toxic kind of dynamic relationship, uh, a toxic dynamic in my relationships, romantic relationships, that I had to put that energy somewhere. 
right? So I transferred that money into, I transferred that energy into my relationship with money because it, I had to act out that kind of push-pull um, of getting my needs met, then not getting my needs met, getting my needs met, not getting my needs met. And, and that's been a dynamic, like, since my the beginning of the start of my romantic life. Um, it, when I started um, dating in my teenage years, that kind of push-pull dynamic, which also carries over from growing up in alcoholic home. You get your needs met, then you don't. You get your needs met, and you don't. And now that I am getting my needs met in my romantic relationship, that energy just like transferred somewhere else. And I didn't even realize it because I was like in this mon money dynamic this last year. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, this is not normal for me. Like, uh, you know, it hasn't been this like getting my needs met and then not like so extreme. And I realized yesterday, I was like, wait a minute, this is... I actually was driving down the road and I'm like, I'm in a toxic relationship with money. I don't want this anymore. And so I started the, a mantra of like, I'm in a healthy relationship with money. I'm in a healthy relationship with money. And I realized that I had just transferred that energy somewhere else. And until you heal that dynamic, like if I hadn't realized it and then started, I would have just transferred it to something else and then transferring something else. So that kind of ties in with the needing to express my wild side because I haven't been doing it. It transferred into my personal space is a little bit messy. And now I can be like, okay, let's express that in a healthy way. How can I explore what my wild side is? And I'm planning to do that over the summer, like really tapping into what brings me pleasure. What makes me get my hair a little bit disheveled and distangled, you know, and I don't need to elaborate on where, where that rabbit hole can go. You can figure that out for yourself. But I think our wild natures, especially as creatives, like they will find an outlet if we don't find a healthy outlet for them that can turn into addictions, that can turn into toxic relationships, that can turn into toxic relationship with yourself. It can turn inward. Um, so it, I'm really wanting to spend the next three months really unpacking what my wild side needs. And that's kind of like that feral wildness is how I always saw myself as a child. But growing up in a home that was, you know, dysfunctional and not necessarily safe for her to come out, I put her away. And... I think through reading and even writing, she's been expressed and come out, but I don't really feel like I've fully tapped into what she's all about. So I'm really curious to explore, and it might it might carry over even past the summer. I know I want to explore what exactly my wild side needs and desires this summer, but I want to embody it. I don't want it to just be something that I try on or a hat that I try on. So I don't know if this resonates with you, um, Maybe all the summertime because school's out and we're free to do it. You know, I hear the song, school's out for the summer. <laughs> we always sing that the last day of school, me and my kid. Um, maybe that you're also kind of feeling these wild stirrings in you. And, and we are so disconnected as a culture. Um, unless you're fortunate to live on, like, land. I was just talking to somebody that lives on 21 acres, and he said that, he said that he can tell if there's a bobcat in the area 
by how many squirrels are in the trees. Like, think about that. How disconnected were we are from the from nature? He can tell by the tracks on the ground what animals have passed by in the middle of the night. Like, I love that. And how, like, we were out kayaking on Sunday and the cormorants were just dancing around us. That's a, that's a water bird. And they dive and they just dive underneath our kayaks and pop back up and they have these bright green eyes and they their bodies look like look like they're slicked with oil just because they're you know made to move really really fast through the water and I spent some time with the sunbird suncoast uh, seabird sanctuary like three days in my 20s um, going out and untangling birds from fishing line because that's like a big killer of seabirds it gets wrapped around their beaks it gets wrapped around their legs cuts off their circulation so they lose their legs and you can imagine then they become crippled and they they can't take care of themselves or fish or they become targets to be prey um, and the hardest bird to catch to disentangle the fishing line was the cormorant so maybe that should be like my totem animal for the summer is the cormorant bird but if you're at all feeling the stories stirrings of your wild woman or man um or anything in between there <laughs> you might not identify as a female or a male maybe you're both maybe you're all the things your wild self let's just say that if you identify uh with the need to express your wild self like the easiest way to do that is through nature, doing a static dance. Like I have tried to dance to three songs every morning. There's something about like that, like 10 minute, three songs is about nine minutes, nine, 10 minutes. And I shake out my wrist and I dance as much as I want. Sometimes I need some industrial music because I'm really angry. Sometimes I want more flowy music because I'm feeling really free and jovial and more often than not, after after dancing to three songs, I usually break out in tears because there's some part of me that needs to be released. My wild side. I started taking a dance class on Friday night, Friday mornings, a Nia dance class, and I'm really realizing how much just like having dance in my life regularly is like such a way to kind of tap into my wild side. Um, I mentioned kayaking. Um, you can read books about, um, it may not seem wild sitting on your couch, but you know, your imagination can take you on a wild adventure through books. Um, you can uh, write out your feelings. That's a good way to get in touch with your wild side. There's lots of different ways that you can do it. So if you're feeling called in the same way that I am to let your wild self howl, I highly recommend it. Um, and another way to do it is also go out during the new and the full moons. The new moon, it's there's no there's a lot less light. So uh, I recently went out with my person. He and I went out to the beach um, during a new moon, and it was so dark out there. And that was such a cool experience because you have to think about we have so much light pollution if you live in cities. Or maybe find a way to go to a dark park or go camping in a place that doesn't have a lot of light pollution. That's a good way to get um, get into your wild self. Or even 
be in a darkened room and have lower lighting. My child loves to have like blue and red lighting in their room. And when I come in, I'm just like, oh man, it's just like such a different vibe. It just kind of dulls your senses and makes you more on high, more high, you're, you know, a higher alert. Or if you have a nature preserve near, near you, we have Boyd Hill Nature Park. They do night hikes sometimes, and that's always a cool thing to do. Um, I keep mentioning the night because I always think of my wild side as really tapped into the night. So, but and or go out during a full moon. That's the opposite of, you know, the new moon. The light is really bright and strong. It's like I love going out um, to the west coast. To our, we live on the west coast of Florida and go out to the beach and the. The sun sets in front of you over the water and then the moon rises behind you. And it's always so wild to see how fast the moon rises. You know, you say, oh, a sunset goes down really fast, but then you can all, the moon rises and, you know, just as fast. So figure out some ways to kind of tap into your wild self and see how that makes you feel. Um, it may cause you to make some major changes in your life. You never know. So... Um, that's my wish for you this week and I hope that you can howl at the moon or howl at the sky or you know howl in the mirror <laughs> sometime this week and um, I'm wishing you all the good things and please be you it's a good look on you and if you want to know more about me you can go to my website maureenmcdole.com and um, thank you for joining me on The Right Life